people that win, people think that they haven't lost before. And it's like, no, they win because they lost. They win because they lost. And that loss allowed them to get the experience and the traction and the know-how to know how to win. Uh, because they didn't see that loss as a loss. They saw it as a stepping stone to get to where you, nobody jumps, nobody, nobody great. There's nobody that's great that started off great. Like everybody has to start off at a certain level, take a couple of losses and then level up to the next thing. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mental Purpose Podcast. Today, I've got something different, special and different. It's really, really cool. But first, you know the mission, right? You know the mission to elevate, educate, empower, enrich, and evolve men to be on purpose so that they can live their most authentic, fulfilling, regret-free life possible, right? I'm adding those ends. I'm adding the end there <laughs> to live their most fulfilling authentic and regret-free life possible. That's why you're here because you're getting value here to elevate your life, to evolve your life, to be the most authentic version of you. So today I was inspired by a podcast and I wanted to have this guy on. This podcast is called Lyrics and Lattes. I'm going to tell you about it and I'm going to tell you about the host Jason Wallace in just a second. So remember, if you, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you click that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review if you'd be so kind. Secondly, make sure you join if you haven't already. We have hundreds of members in our Men on Purpose community on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, type in the Men on Purpose community, and you will be in a brotherhood of amazing like-minded individuals that are actually on purpose there not just joining it because it's just something cool to do or to say that they're a part of it but they're really there doing great things for themselves to the mission right to elevate themselves educate themselves empower and rich and evolve themselves to be the best version of them possible that is the commitment and it's a lot of fun we've got master classes in there we've got teaching and coaching in there we've got a book club now we've got pods in there and, and little groups smaller groups of guys are getting together and challenging each other and and going over goals together it's really amazing so you gotta you gotta join it and remember it's not my group it's the men on purpose group i'm just one of the men on purpose that's in the group it's run by the group so you can have a lot of fun next you need me IanLobos.com, MentalPurpose.com. If you need one of our events, we have a lot coming up this year, FrontRunner.group. Now, let me talk to you about Jason Wallace and Lyrics and Lattes. I'm going to read this from his website. So if you're a music buff that enjoys inspirational and self-development tips, Lyrics and Lattes podcast is perfect. Join hosts Jason and Trevor as they sip the newest brew while extracting life lessons, wisdom, and self-development tips from your favorite hip-hop songs. Freaking awesome. And when I heard this thing for the first time, I met Jason on Clubhouse. When I heard his podcast for the first time, I thought, man, that's freaking awesome. What a cool concept. So it's an upbeat podcast that helps listeners discover inspirational gems and hidden advice in popular songs that can be applied to everyday life. How freaking cool is that? How freaking cool is that? So here's what Jason and I are going to do. I've always been fascinated by lyrics, but I'm more fascinated by the artist's and their story. And I like the artist telling their story of failure and triumph and dedication and discipline and, you know, fear. I love that when they tell that story through the lyrics, right? So Metallica is a, uh, is a, is a band, you know, James Hetfield tells a lot of pain in his lyrics. And it's so cool that they take those lyrics, that pain in life. And Jay-Z is another one. They take that pain, they form these lyrics, they form these, these songs, they become very popular, and then it drives them to other things, which is freaking amazing. So Jason and I are going to break down a bunch of songs today 
they happen to be all hip hop songs, but it doesn't matter what genre it is. You can literally break down lyrics from any from any genre that you like, but find the hidden meaning in them. So today we're going to break down from Nipsey Hussle, from Sierra, from Snoop Dogg, from Jay-Z and and Kanye and we're going to talk about what they mean on paper, right? Like what's the obvious meaning, but also we're going to break down what the depth of that meaning is, how you might be able to apply it to your life. So I named this I named this episode Lessons in Lyrics because I want people to understand that music's not just about entertainment. It's telling you a story. And most of these big people, like a guy like Jay-Z or Ice Cube or Metallica or, or you know Garth Brooks, these guys are juggernauts in their trade, in their field. These guys didn't, these guys aren't, they're not speaking for nothing. Listen carefully because what you're hearing is gold in their lyrics and it'll help guide you. So sometimes these songs can be your, your own personal development book or a part of it could be entertaining and personal development. So listen, sit back, relax, enjoy, take your notepad out. Cause we talk about some really deep stuff for an hour. Um, this is the Mental Purpose and Lyrics and Lattes uh, joint episode. Enjoy. All right, Jason, let's do this, man. Cool concept. I I, I just kind of get went over the overview in the intro, but like I love what you're doing, and I wanted to figure out how to incorporate it on this show. And so today, let's do it. We're gonna we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. We're taking action, man. Um, <laughs> lyrics and latte lyrics style. And let's latte make it style. happen. We are two men on purpose that are gonna that are gonna break down song lyrics because of their purposeful nature or and find their purposeful nature and what the artist actually was intending to talk about and maybe it's misinterpreted by the public but we're catching what they're saying you know that's and that's super cool so all right let's roll man let's roll first one is let's roll so audience here's what's going to happen we're going to play the lyric and then Jason and I are going to break it down in what they're saying the 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 whole point is that when you're listening to songs, it's not just about entertainment. It's about the artist's struggle, perseverance, dedication, discipline, whatever it might be. They're telling you a story. And, and it doesn't have to be rap. Like We're, we're talking about hip-hop today, but it can be in any genre of music, right? Like You're telling a story of somebody's breakthrough and, 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 and being like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. And let me sure. explain why we do hip hop, right? So hip hop is different because specifically, like growing up, I'm from a, a community in which, you know, a lot of the motivational gurus sure. don't look like me. They're not from where I'm from. So growing up, like I listened to Ice Cube and I pulled truth from it. I listened to Tupac Shakur and I pulled truth from it. So when, you know, uh, when Andre 3000 says you're only as funky as your last cut, you focus on the past, you bound to be a has what yeah. I hear that. And I hear that sometimes that my successes now can stop me from getting to my successes later because I'm so stuck at my sure. current success. And a lot of people just kind of skim over it. And it's like, no, this is so much depth. And what these artists are talking about. So I'm happy Dude, to sit here with you and do it. This is awesome. Make All right, so the first one we've got up here is, um, and by the way, I have always found this fascinating. It's just uh, like, it's kind of like what you said, but those guys who I'm like listening to intently, like I've been listening to Ice Cube since I was a kid. I told you my, my dad bought me Doggy Style when I was yeah. 10 years old. I, I really enjoyed yeah. that, but I didn't just enjoy it for the entertainment of yeah. the music. I got that. But I actually liked I liked yeah. the storytelling. I like to hear that. Like I'm I'm uh, deep into 
Wu-Tang American Saga on Hulu. And I don't care who it is, man. Mm -hmm. I want to see how you got to where you are. I want to see the the determination and the breakdowns and the breakthroughs. Like, I don't care who you are. The Garth Brooks documentary was awesome. The Wu-Tang Saga is awesome. Like, yeah. I just want to see people mm -hmm. who say, I'm not staying here. I'll do whatever it takes for however long it takes, and I'm coming up and out. And this this thing, mainly music, this is going to get me out. Or like in the Michael Jordan documentary, basketball for him, Scottie Pippen, all those guys had a ton of pain, and they used basketball to get out of that pain that they were in. And that's that's what we're talking about here is music helped them solve their pain and got them to a place that – is like look at Jay Z, man. The guy's a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what you're talking about. I mean, ten years old <laughs> for Doggy Style rough, is a pretty uh, irresponsible, little ir little yeah. irresponsible decision. There, it's a little. <laughs> but I get, I get totally. the focus of what you're saying though. But Doggy Style at ten is a bit yeah, rough. <laughs> I, you know, my I, my dad, uh, my dad is just so li liberal. I guess like. He's like, is that that's what you want? Cool. Yeah. And and like, I remember we were talking about it the other day when we were together. We were, uh, he, oh, oh, we were in L.A. and we passed um, Tower Records. He goes, do you remember when I used to take you for like album releases, like the Black Album, Metallica's Black Album? Like, we waited in line for three hours that morning and got the got the CD. And I was like, yeah, I do remember that at Sam Goody down in you know a mile from my house here, same same place that yeah, I, yeah. I bought all those things. I just. I don't know why I just enjoyed it. And there were certain, I wasn't a huge music fan, but there were people that I was a really big fan of and juxtaposed yeah. Metallica and Snoop Dogg were one of them. And Ice Cube was one of them too. Big time. Do it, man. Cool. Let's get into it. So the first one we have here is uh, Level Up by Sierra. We're going to be talking about some personal development tips. Uh, let's cue it up. Made blessings. I turned that into money. They gotta never settle. This view is so much better. I'm chilling. I'm winning. Like on another level. Oh, you can talk all you want. See me, I see prayer. Nothing I'm afraid of. And I can have it all. Yeah, I mean, the song says it all. Like, just that, just the title alone, level up. Like, how could it not? You know. I mean, yeah, level up is you know, and it's like what is crazy is that like where she's what she's talking about is that you know she was with Future, who was in her past, which is kind of a bar right there. But uh, was she with Future, and now she's with Russell Wilson, and she's leveling up her life. She's uh, and she doesn't really care about what you have to say about it. You know, uh, I think one of the things, the lines from it is um you can talk about me all that you want uh but me i see greater there's nothing i'm afraid of yes. and i can have it all like this is something you hear in the club but she's saying there's nothing i'm afraid of and i can have it all and that just I, you, sure. you take so much truth in that like it takes so much like there's nothing if if, if you don't allow your fear to, to cripple you That's there's true, nothing man. that you can't have dude what that reminds me of there's another line that i really like but what that I can have it all reminds me of is that society often puts a lot of constraints on how high you can rise, right? A lot of constraints. And it's not, it's not society's mm, yeah. fault. It's the people that don't believe that they can actually get there and they will pull your ass down like crabs in a bucket. I was just having this conversation yesterday with a buddy of mine. You know, how do you keep crabs in the bucket? Put more crabs in there and they'll all keep each other down. Right? So like, this kind of thing, exactly, I can have exactly. it all. When somebody says that, 
the first thing that most of society thinks is you're greedy, you're money hungry, you know, you're you're overbearing or or like you, you're selfish. But why can't you have it all? If you can remove distractions from your life and say, I want all of that. Like I said two years ago, I want to get out of the trouble I was in with an ex business partner that stole a ton of money. People know that story, and I want it all. I want the I want the life. I want the T-shirt every day. I want jeans. I want to move to California. I want to have my two kids hanging out with me every day, going to cool schools, traveling the world as our playground in our classroom. I want it all. And I want the free time to be able to do it and the cash, the cash flow to be able to fund it. And that is fine. You can have it all. But you got to remove the distractions that actually are holding you back, mostly in your mind and then in your physical environment, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to level up. You got to level up. You can't just you you can't just sit with the the mindset that you currently have and not read or not you know and not grow uh, because where you are uh, and where all the work that you've done to be where you are may not be what you need to take you to the next place. Uh, I love what your your breakdown of wanting it all because sometimes wanting it all, especially for like you know Sierra, you know is a mom, right? So wanting it all for ladies could just be I want to be a good mom and a good business person, you know, and a good wife, and just be able to spend and and be able to you know make make, you know do everything I got to do around the house, and it all could be all is defined by you, all is not defined by society. What is your definition of all, and why can't you? Why can't you? That's the question to ask. Let's break this whole, let's break this, this grouping down. So it says, I just keep elevating, no losses, just upgrading. That first line right there means there's no such thing as failure because she doesn't stay down. She's getting knocked down, getting back up and keep rolling. So I just keep elevating. Like I'm pushing, I'm elevating my circle, my friend circle, my inner circle. I'm elevating my education. I'm elevating my money. I'm elevating my environments. Like I'm elevating my look. I'm elevating everything about me and I'm not taking any losses. There's nothing that registers as a loss here. It's just, I'm just going to continue to upgrade. And there's only losses if you think they're a loss. Other than that, they're a lesson. It's a lesson or a win. Yep. That's a bar. That's a bar. That's, that's, something, that's something we say on the show. When you say something, <laughs> like that's a bar right there. That's <laughs> yeah. lessons no, or dude, a win. You, I love you it. Learn I love it. Or you win. There's no fail unless you just sit on your ass and, you know, cry yourself to sleep and and just remain in the corner you you can't fail if you get back up because then you just take unless you're really dumb and you don't take the lessons you just learned you get punched the same way in the same place by the same guy then it's on you and now you got to change something again but yeah dude it's it's you win or you learn there's no failure unless you don't get back up yeah that's there's so many lines about that, you know, it's you, you yep. not taking losses. You're just taking lessons. Uh, Kendrick Lamar got one on uh, dedication mm-hmm. and Jay-Z got one on 444. Like it's 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 a, it's the people that win. You think people that win, people think that they haven't lost before. And it's like, no, they win because they lost. They win because they lost. And that loss allowed them to get the experience and the traction yep. and the know-how to know how to win. Uh, because they didn't see that loss as a loss. They saw it as a stepping stone to get to where you, nobody jumps, nobody, nobody great. There's nobody no. that's great. That started off great. Like everybody has to start off at a certain level, sure. take a couple of losses. Dude, and you know, level up uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger time. says this best. Well, not maybe not best, but it's just something that sticks out of my mind. He also says that there are, there's nobody that's self-made. No one is self-made because 
there are there's somebody a teacher a parent uh, a bus driver somebody helped you just level up in some capacity somebody taught you something that you wouldn't have been able to learn on your own in that time frame so there's no self-made people and you know i uh, you know i've been a, I, I was a real estate agent for a very long time with keller williams and um and you know i'm not a real estate agent anymore in baltimore but i do a lot of real estate stuff in california and gary keller the owner of keller williams pretty profound guy i mean he he, he was a disruptor in that industry in the real estate sales industry and he always said, you know, one of the biggest things that you may not think is a benefit of joining this company is we're going to educate you so hard that you're going to be able to fail faster and get farther faster. And that's that's it. Like the faster you fail, exactly. the farther you get quicker. And so you have to fail. You must mess things up. Systems have to break or how, how will you know? how to fix them or how will you know to upgrade them or to change them, right? You just don't, you, you, you won't unless you break them, you know, factories, everything, they have to break. It, yeah. And in addition to like being one half of lyrics and lattes podcast, like also started a nonprofit some time ago and it, what it does, it works with kids with, you know, activities and teaches them about, it teaches them about careers by playing games. But one of the things I learned is that we used the, we tested the same exact games with the children that we do with the adults and the children are always doing it faster. They're always more successful than the adults because the adults take time to plan and write it out and get each other's ideas yeah, and yeah. the kids are trial error, trial error, trial error. And they're, they're failing to get to the point of success. And uh, I learned a lot through that. I learned a lot of like, you can sit here and research and learn and read as many books and do all of the things that you need to do to feel like you are prepared. But some of the learning, some of the best learnings come from the only learning. Like think about in college, how did you go to college? Yeah. You went to college. Yeah. You went to, you, I was going to say, yeah, got my shirt on. Howard University. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You Oh, you live in DC. That's what it was. Yeah. You live in DC. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I live in D.C. Yeah, yeah. We're right, right, right. The illustrious Howard University. Um, I'm sorry. How much stuff do you, learn, yeah. do, you, do you use from college? Except the stuff that you, like, like relationship so things, friendship things, communication. It's crazy. I have a, I have a marketing degree before social media was even a thing. <laughs> so it's like, what are we going to do with this? <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> you and I are the same age, I think, like late 30s. Yeah, 36, yeah. I'm 36, yeah. And, uh, and I have a marketing degree as well, and I, I can't do anything. I mean, I, I'm sure I could, but I don't, I don't, I'm not into that. But, like, you're right. I, I literally got out of school in 2004, and in 2006, Facebook came, and everything was like, <laughs> what do I do? do <laughs> they didn't teach us do this. I get, do I get the textbooks. Back? Like, do I get money back or anything? Do I get more classes, or what's the deal? Nothing. Imagine learning marketing. And Instagram doesn't exist. Facebook doesn't exist. TikTok, all these things that like <laughs> where the where 90% of people's attention is now at, you learned on newspapers. And <laughs> like, what am I going to do with this print thing? media. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. It, the newspaper is about as worthless as the degree that we now have. Right. With this marketing degree. That's right. I remember we like we would, we would, we did this class. I hated it. I would always say to the professor, are you serious? Do I really have to do this? Like to, for my grade and we would, um, we would like mock up ad copy and I don't know where you would do that today. I don't know. I mean, cause you can't mock up a Facebook ad. You can't change it up. Facebook knows what works. They just, you fill in the blanks and they do it. So 
Yeah, yeah, I, I digress, man. It's it's that's very interesting, but um, my my real education came when I actually got out of college. I got schooling in college. I got an education when I got out of college. That's the biggest difference. That's, that's a bar. That's a bar. That's a bar. Man, I'm, I'm like, I might try and set a record here today. <laughs> Let's take the next one out, man. Cool. Uh, the next one, we're talking about committing to yourself. Yep. Uh, so the next one is Most Kings by Jay-Z. Let's play it. Everybody get your hand on my jeans. Everybody look strange, say change. Like to work that hard to stay the same. Uh, the king stays the same. The name changes. He said, everybody look at you strange, say you change, like you worked that hard to stay the same. <laughs> what you pull from that? Dude, it's right there. You, you, you can't. It's right there. And in all, in all honesty, I'm, I'm, guessing that, I'm guessing that you have been through this and experienced this. But, you know, friends from the past, um, it's probably the ones that you feel uncomfortable around who are like, man, you're different. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm different. Like what? My hairstyle, my glasses, my beard. Now, nah, man, your whole demeanor, like you're not like you used to be. And, and I, I told you before we started the interview, th there was an interview with Jay-Z like a long time ago. It was on MTV. So it was like a while ago in which he said he, he has like his, this crew that runs with him from the old neighborhood, like guys he brought with him, but he left a couple guys behind because they just couldn't. They just could not bear to see him grow and evolve and elevate himself. And he, and he said they used to say, like, man, dude, you've changed, bro. Like, you're, you're not the same dude from the hood, from the street. And he was like, what do you think? I worked this hard yeah, to stay yeah. the same? What, 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 do you, what do you like? You think I want that life? I mean, I did what I had to do. But here's the thing that I really love. For a guy like Jay-Z, like I've, I've researched, I've read a lot about Jay-Z. I'm fascinated by him as just the man he is, the person he is, the father, the entrepreneur, the billionaire, like the, the artist. He's a fascinating guy. And he, he did an interview on Howard Stern a couple years ago, um, really good interview. And he said something interesting, which I loved, which was rap, rap for him was the means to an end. It was, there was the next, it was a springboard to what he really wanted to do. And that if he walked off the street and walked into a boardroom, he could probably hang for a while, but no one would take him seriously. So once he became this mogul in entertainment, had the money, the cred, you know, all that stuff, then he could walk into a boardroom and people were like, all ears on him, all eyes on him, all focus on him because this dude makes other people a lot of money. So when he talks, you listen. And he had to earn that from what he did where we really know him from, which is music. And I think that's really cool because most of us, myself included, real estate for me was the means to an end. Real estate for me was to get me to evolve myself, get out of my own way, eliminate distractions so that I could I could, I could open up my coaching business to the worldwide platform it is now and not just leave it as, you know, coaching like five to 10 people a month, kind of privately referral based only. Like now the brand is out. The man on purpose brand is out. The, the, the coaching business is out there, you know, like it's big. So <clears throat> I, unfortunately, I think the other thing he's saying there is you're going to have to drop people every once in a while who just aren't willing to come with you, you know? Yeah. 
and how it's not even about you dropping people it's about people just naturally falling yeah. off like as yeah. you rise up some people just can't yeah. go with you i mean jay-z for instance you you had a good point when you said that you know jay-z's kind of just diversified himself and but like jay-z if you look at i think i looked at his 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 wealth and six percent of it came from like his music discography and his rap yeah six yeah six percent the majority is like business deals. Like it just allowed him to go into certain rooms, but he was able to elevate and do different things. But like that, I have a friend of mine, uh, and I remember I went, I went to, you know, I went to college and I came back home. You know, they're still there in the same spots, and it, I remember this because I remember like I don't even have to call to see if they're home. I know they're home. Like they, you know, <laughs> I know they're home, and I remember they. They were like, hey, what do you I'm like? What do you guys want to do? Let's go hang out. I ain't seen you guys in a long time. And they were like, hey, let's 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 go to the mall and walk around and holler at girls. What? And I'm like, you still doing that? <laughs> like that's what we did in in high school. Like we just right. walk around in circles and pretend to talk to girls because everybody's <laughs> too afraid to do it. And he was like, he was like, you know, like, hey man, like you like you're like you change, like you're like you like yeah. you're supposed to change. You're supposed to upgrade. You're supposed to grow. I'm not supposed to be the exact same person that I was in high school. Like. You know, those, I call them yeah. the Al Bundy people, right? If how I view my, my, my networks and my friends is like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the future, the present, yeah. or the past? Usually the present is pretty consistent. People talk about the present and that's fine, right? But if you're talking, if you have friends that are always talking about the, the, the present and the past, the Al Bundys, the I scored oh, yeah, okay. four touchdowns in one game back poke in, high football, in yep. poke high, like <laughs> in poke high football, like, and you have the, you got all the same high school yep. friends that you went to the same high school dances and it shows you where your mindset is. It yep. shows you where you are. You're stuck in this, in this place of the past of your glory days or just remembering what happened, this nostalgia, and it's preventing you from seeing the future. What I try to have is friends that allow me to see, you know, number one, my present, you know, it's always important, but, but more importantly, the future, where are we going? Where am I going? Where are you going? Uh, because that allows me to consistently level myself up and get, go in, 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 you know, and see where I am to be sure. where I want to be in the future. So you know, watch, watch your friends and then watch, you know, and, and, and watch your, you know, what you listen to, but it's like, you can't stay the same. Like you, you cannot take you to yeah. where you want to be, where you are, wh who you are today cannot go with you to where you want to be. That's a bar. Yeah, we're talking bars all over the place. <laughs> you got to level your, yeah, you got to, you got to grow. You got to grow and you got to, you know, consistently elevate yourself. And this is what Jay-Z is talking about. He has another line where he says, um, uh, in that PSA song, he says, um, uh, I, I don't have the lyric on me because I ain't pull it up. But <laughs> what he's talking about is that when you're in a particular room, you can't change who no. you are when you go to this room. Like you can't just wear a different outfit and show up. You have to literally, you have to literally, uh, you know, reinvent yourself by growing, by reading, by just, you know, stepping your game up. Dude, we're going to do another one of these. I'm making a commitment right now, as long as you're good with it. Because I, I really, I want to break down <laughs> yeah. Jay Z lyrics. I, I'm just, I'm fascinated with this guy. I'm fascinated with him, and um, mm -hmm. the shit is so poetic. Because I'm looking at the history lyrics right here. It's one of my favorite songs. Like it makes me emotional when I hear it because I can hear his emotion. I can hear that he went through this. It's not just a made up word when he was sitting in a Malibu beach house. You know, he went through this, and he's putting this onto paper. And the reason why I think him and Ice Cube 
and Dre and and Eminem and those kind of guys and Tupac and Biggie are so big is because they figured out how to hit your frequency of what you're actually going through in the beat and the cadence and the speed and the tempo of what of how you want to hear it. And that's just it sounds like duh, but it's a formula that those guys nailed that other guys didn't nail. Maybe they got a little popular, but they didn't nail it. You know what I mean? Like little John got popular for screaming some stuff. His stuff is cool as shit to party to, yeah. but he's not really telling you anything of substance. Yeah. So <laughs> what? 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 Okay, sorry, sorry. It was, no, you I, know it was what I mean? Like it, it just um, <laughs> it's interesting. At, at, at there are crossroads. Uh, leaving high school, leaving college, I think getting married, uh, moving, having your first kid. I think those are crossroads where we have to realize that Yeah, I think it's maybe harder for us. Some people aren't coming with us. You don't have to get rid of people. You have to be okay with the fact that they're not coming along, that they're just not willing to grow. They're not willing to change yeah. and push themselves. And they'd rather, they'd rather kind of, they'd rather go to the mall and, and, you know, run around with literally nothing to do except go to the food court and hit on girls. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that has its time and a place. Maybe when you're like 15, not 35, but like nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do, exactly. but exactly. you're not you, like, you're, you're right. You're not thinking about, I love that. I love that dude. That Al Bundy thing is so, so true. By the way, you know, that show would never, ever fly today. Like my dad and I, so another thing my dad let me it watch when I was a kid. Like, I, I don't know how that show, like, didn't get yanked off the air, but had, had, some, had some big milestones, had some really cool, like, advancements, especially, like, Amanda Beard, first lesbian woman on, on a sitcom. Like, great, cool stuff, but I don't know. That, that show would never last today, ever. I mean, just the sheer time he spends talking about <laughs> oversized women. I mean, I think I think that just that alone is like okay. No, that's I'm a just bit much. The, no, remember the no, no ma'am, ma'am group, <laughs> and they were just like, <laughs> no ma'am, but no ma'am. It's just like I know it's crazy. Good. I met good. good. What? 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 Oh, no, good. I met Griff one time. Like, I, I like I lived. I lived. I'm from Southern Southern California, so like you know the Hollywood, and you know, so you see celebrities from time to time, and I'm yeah. usually unbothered by seeing a celebrity. Like I'm like, okay, that's that guy. I'm not really shaking, but when I saw Griff sitting there, I was so excited. Griff is the, this friend yeah. that was a, a shoe salesman, the black dude. Yeah, I was so excited to meet Griff. It was like my. The, I took a picture. Has with that him. guy been on anything else? <laughs> Whatever. He's getting residual I don't think money. So. He's getting mailbox I don't think money. So. That's I think cool. It's just Griff. Whatever. That's so funny, man. Yeah, All right, well, let's tee up cool. the next one. I got the, I got the, uh, I got the title. I'm not going to tell you. I'm, you're going to surprise you on the title for this episode. All right, so the next one's going to be. While you're queuing that up, let me just say, don't ever be afraid to move on from people. I have, I have had some heartache moving on from people in my past that I really cared about that just were not willing to do the work on themselves. They weren't willing to grow. And that's okay. Not everybody has to grow to the level that you're growing to, but they have to be committed to involvement in some capacity. And I had to let some people go. And, um, and honestly, they're, they're back in my life now because they made some calls and to me and they said, look, I, I need your help. Like, 
I think you're right. I need to I need to level my stuff up. I can't be Al Bundy and living with at my my four touchdowns in one game from Polk High. Like I'm not 22 anymore. I'm 45. I, I need to step up. Can you help me? Yeah. No problem. All I need is that coachability, willingness, great attitude. No problem. You can roll with me. You don't have to. It's not a money driven thing or a success driven thing. It's a personal accountability to your own involvement thing. Yeah. Hit it. Got it. Yeah, and uh, the the lyric is we we took it back. We okay. took it back. We're gonna go with Houdini friends. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends, ones we can depend on. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends, <laughs> Dude, one of the corny- friends. How many of us have them? So corny. Ones we Such can depend on. Song. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Such a corny song. No, I know. But it's, I know. it's of the times. I thought the it was corny is, way back is... when. Um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting because <laughs> that line is 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 so true. It'll never tire. That those that the way that that song's assembled will tire. But those lines, in my book, it'll tire because I just I'm like, oh, it's so corny. But um, yeah, I know, dude. It's eighty four. It's like a Casio. Yeah, with a tape recorder running next to it. Um, but dude, what ones you can depend on friends, like how many of us have them? You, that's kind of like what we were talking about before, which is do you actually know who your friends are? And do you have a barometer or a, a gauge on the people and the company that you keep? That's what I feel like is 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 a deeper level there, which is you can't run with everybody. You can't have 150 friends. You just can't, you can't manage that level of time commitment. You got to have, you got, you'll have your group that you'll get together with. There's 30 people. Cool. Hey, hey, buddy, buddy, slap five, whatever. But then there's that, like, how many can you count on? And it's probably five, maybe 10, right? Maybe 10 really count on. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see, I, I agree with that 100%. I also see yeah. it the other way around. Like, Good how point. many people can count on you? Like, are you being a friend? Like, it's like one of the best so, ways is to get friends is to be a friend. Like, are you listening? Are you uh, being committed to other people? Are you in the room figuring out ways where the conversation isn't about you? What you're doing is about them and what they're doing. Like, how are you being yeah. friendly enough where people want to be friends with you? Uh, and something you can't depend on? I can't. No. If I can't depend on you, you can't be a friend. I can't. If I can't expect you to, you know, DMX has this thing. He says he don't. He 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 doesn't trust people. He trusts what he believes about people or what he knows what he expects him to do. So it's like, if, if when I think about who I need to call for something, am I gonna think about you? Am I gonna be like, is this person sure. not reliable? Like we can't be friends. We can be associates. You can be somebody that I know yeah. and that I speak to. But can we be friends? Can you come to my house and you know break bread? Like no. Like I got to be able to depend on you because I have I'm at a point in my life to why I'm married with kids like I need somebody dependable like I need I, my life is just different like I don't I don't think the same way like you I know the way that I gauge 20s. friendships yeah. like really close friendships is if I have to think if I really need something and I call you just because I'm a a high level coach and podcast host doesn't mean I don't have my problems I mean I got tons of problems like everybody does tons of challenges inside that I have to solve emotions and things like that. I need to be able to not think what you're going to think if I'm going to call you, right? I, I need to know that 
when I pick up and I'm like, yo, dude, I, uh, or, or send a text, yo, dude, I, I need a little, like, give me like 10 minutes. I need to talk to you about something deep. And that person's immediate, like, got you. I'm clearing my schedule. You got 30 minutes, you know, right now or wait later. I can go two hours. And I never in my mind have to think like, I can't be authentic. I can't be vulnerable. They're going to judge me. You know, sometimes I may hold things back because I know what someone's trauma is. And if I come at them in like a really aggressive manner, I might trigger their trauma, which might not help me. So like, that's not reciprocal. I have to bring it in the way that they're going to be able to receive it to be able to help me the best way. But I have like a dating profile for friends, like for really close people. And, and one of the biggest things is, does this person honor their word? Do they have integrity? That's, that's the biggest thing, man. Because, oh, yes, listen, we yes. all are human. We all forget about stuff and we, we, you know, we drop the ball occasionally, but it's how you respond to that. And like, this guy has a track record of honoring his word. Yeah, of course he's human. He forgets some shit or his iPhone died or whatever. It's okay. But does he have a track record of integrity and honoring a commitment? And that's the thing that really matters to me. Yeah. And you, and you brought up gin and juice. You brought up a Snoop Dogg earlier. You brought up Snoop yeah. Dogg doggy style. So, you know, we had to bring in some gin and juice from the doggy style album. When we're talking about friends here, let's, uh, let's cue that up. I got me some secrets gin. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now these types of things happen all the time. You got to get yours before I got to get mine. See, everything is fine. So, this line was like slept on because it was just, you know, you just kind of rocking your head to it. But when he said, I got uh, some synchrons gin, everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Like, how many friends do you have in your circle? They got their cups out. They got their hands out, but they ain't yep. doing nothing to support you. One of the things that, like, what happens is, like, you get this, you get this thing when you, with this air about you, when you leave, like, for instance, from my community, you leave poverty and you get to a certain level of success. Everybody got their cups out, but they ain't chipped in. They're not doing the work. They're not here. They're not with me shooting in the gym. You're not, you're not here doing the same things that I'm doing, but you expect right. me to give you a handout. And it happens all of the time. Like you, you got to get yours before I got to get mine. And it's like, one thing right. I learned from my dad is that you never give somebody your, your seeds, right? You, you always, you can give out your harvest, but you don't give out your seeds because what happens is, is that you give out your seed and somebody will just eat that. They don't know how to plant things. They don't know how to grow something into a harvest, but once you grow it and it becomes plentiful, you can give a little bit of that out, but it's like, you got to be mindful about who you have in your circle because what happens is uh, one of my <clears throat> favorite battle rappers, he said, the reason you in bad shape is because you got a lot of squares in your circle. And that's a bar. That's a bar. <laughs> that's your, a bar. Your seed thing is a bar too. Your seed <laughs> thing is a bar. You need, you need to redo, redo that because my, my editors are going to catch every time you say that's a bar. So say the seeds thing again because that's a bar. So <clears throat> don't yeah. give people. Yeah. It's your... so, yeah. My, my dad taught me. He was like, you know, when you, when you want to help people because, you know, everybody, you, you got somebody in your family, somebody in your friend's network that you want to support or help when they're in bad times. You never yeah. give out your seed. You don't give out your seed, you give out your harvest because the person you're giving your seed to will just may just eat that and still be hungry. They don't know how to plant it to, to get a harvest. So you have to Got put it. out, you have to plant your seed, get your harvest and then give out some of your harvest. And then you have, now it's bountiful. You can give out more and then that yep. harvest produces more seeds that you could put back into the ground. You put your seeds into the ground and you get your harvest into people, uh, not the other way around. Love it. Yeah, that's a bar, man. That's a bar for sure. Yeah, <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thank that's you. So, it's, that, that's such a great way of thinking about it. I mean, 
what you're like it makes perfect sense those lyrics make perfect sense like he's at a party he walks in with seagram's gym everybody's like yo can i get some and he's like man i haven't even gotten mine yet chill out yeah but it i love how you took it deeper than that which is i what, did you actually chip in here to my success like you got your hand out you want to come hang out in my pool you want to ride in my car you want to you want to take advantage of the life that I've built, but did you actually have a hand in it? And not the hand in like helping me build my business or or helping me on those nights, you know, long nights or Sundays when I worked all day, but did you actually support me intellectually, mentally, emotionally? Were you calling and like, yo, can I can I do anything for you? You want to go out and just just chill out with me and go play golf or something or go take a swim or like were you there for me? Cuz yeah. you really haven't chipped in on on the on the emotional physical or mental level to be able for me to dish out what I've got now. Definitely. I mean, that believing in you, so many yeah. people like, I mean, number one, I, I don't think you should expect people to believe in you. Cause some people who don't believe in you don't even believe in themselves. But like, did you even believe in me? Did you, Nelly got yeah. a song where he says, uh, uh, people most said that I was a failure. He said, N yep. Nelly, can I get tickets to the next show? Hell He's no. like, Hell no. you for <laughs> real? <laughs> it's like, you didn't, you didn't even believe in me, but yep. now you want tickets to the next show. Yep. How, how'd that even look? How did that even look? And yep. it's like, when I was at the bottom, was you riding with me? When yep. I was shooting in the gym, was you, was you shooting with me? Was you, was you, you know, here in the background cheering for me? And when, when Snoop Dogg is talking about in this line, it, it went so fast. It went so fast, but it's like, everybody got their cups out, but they ain't chipped in. Right. You ain't getting none of this. <laughs> you no. ain't getting none of this. But it you goes, have to chip it in goes, in one way or another. It goes much deeper than just that gin that's in his hand. Like much deeper. Exactly. Than that. Much deeper. And and I think that that transcends decades too because there's there's probably people and that goes for dude family members especially. I remember uh, on the yes. defiant ones, great documentary if you've never seen it. It's about Dre and Jimmy Iovine and their Dre's rise, Jimmy's rise in Interscope Records and how they came together. And, and, and um, I love Jimmy's lines, man. He said, always be of service. I don't care how rich I get. I'll always be of service. And he wants to be a producer of producers, not a manager of artists. And that's how he yeah. built Interscope to what it was. That's why he had Nine Inch Nails had their own label. Death Row Records had its own label underneath Interscope. Like, yeah. it just worked. So, I, you know like we think we hear this gin and juice is an iconic song you you yeah in, unless you're like under 10 years old today you probably heard gin and juice you know exactly what's going on when it comes on there's nothing like it but maybe you've never looked at it that deep and that's why we're pulling these things up because that is the depth to that kind of thing like you giving me nothing and this, do that Nelly line is perfect I think about that all the time when people are like yeah yo can I come and visit you in California and I'm like I haven't talked to you in five years yeah, you can come to California, and we could like grab coffee, but you can't come to visit me. Like, hell no! Are you for real? Like, <laughs> you for real? Now I'm that I'm a fly guy, and I fly high. Come on, man! No. <laughs> you want to know why? Look at you! Look at you! <laughs> I love I love Nelly, man. Nelly is yeah. Kevin Hart's um in Kevin Hart's show uh Real Husband Real Husbands, Husbands of Hollywood. Of is freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious hilarious yeah he's hilarious in that nope. <laughs> it was hilarious <laughs> i had that same scenario so i was that's one thing about me you may not know is i used to work at the white house oh, i used right. to work at the white house yeah I used, to, I used to travel with the president and first lady and like all around the world and i would have people that i haven't talked to in decades that you know teachers 
that like didn't even support me that may have you know just done terrible things when i was when i was a child reaching out to ask for a white house tour or to get a picture or do something like this and it's like like heck no you for real like the same nelly the same nelly but what i i actually did you know i actually did you know let them come through and let them show out a little bit you know because you know I'm, I'm I'm bigger than that, but yeah, it's it's a it's a mindset about just you know make sure that people chip in. Otherwise, you, you know you you get your your synchrons gin and you start pouring into everybody's cup and you look at the you look at the gin and it's gone right. and there's no more left for you and they done drank it all up and they back to what they was doing. You know now you got to go back to the store by yourself. They're not gonna go to the store no. with you to get more. No. So you have to continuously re up, re up, re up, and then give it out. What he was what they were trying to do was take his seed. You know, and it was like, nah, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to wait. But right. I mixed this with something yep. and you can get that harvest. Yeah, yeah, I, love, and I don't I know nothing it. about alcohol, but I think I broke that down. I, I think don't know. you did. <laughs> I think you did. I mean, and, and then the other thing is like that kind of goes to there's two things there. One is there are some people that you knew supported you but never said anything. And there's an ego piece that you kind of have to put away when, when those people surface because the universe brings people back. Maybe to test you or maybe to say like, hey, this person needs you right now. And there's somebody in my life that came back after about 20 years, right? I knew him when I was about 18, 19 years old. And we didn't really get along. But the, this person this person always said things to me that were like, cool. I, wow, I didn't know you thought that about me. Like just a supportive, but like, a, like an 18-year-old or 19-year-old supportive person would do. And they came back into my life. And they just shot me an Instagram message and said, hey, I love the podcast. I've been listening. It's really beneficial. Like, it's helped my marriage. And I wrote back. Mm, and I was like, Steve. hey, man, that's awesome. Like, how are you doing? And he's like, to tell you the truth, I'm not doing that great. And, and you didn't support me like I think I want people to support me. Like, I you know, know they want, I want the support. But you did because there were times when I needed that those words and you were just there for those words. And maybe it was only a couple of times, but it really counted. And I said, dude, I got you, man. So hit me up, book, an, book a call with me. I'll walk you through some stuff. I'll give you my, um, I'll give you my purpose-driven formula for free, like how, whatever I can do to help you. Like, I, I got you. And the, yeah, guys, the yeah. guy's doing well now because sometimes you just have to put the ego away and say, all right, universe, this person's back into my life. Let me figure this. Let me figure out why, you know? Yeah, this is on on our show. What we do is on uh, we do this all the time, folks. On, on our yeah. on lyrics and lattes, we literally break down lyrics on every episode. What we also do is that every time somebody says something that matches a lyric, we also play it like in post production. So when you said ego, we would have put Beyonce okay. right there. <laughs> we would have cut you <laughs> off, put in Beyonce, and then and it came back to what you was talking about again. But yeah, man, what you're talking about is deep because you know you know that that book Five Love yeah. Languages. People, people stop there. There's like, there's, there's like love languages for, I mean, there's languages for apologies, right? There's languages for support. Yeah. Good like, like, cause I mean, for, from, for, my, for me and my wife, right? She would support me in a way that I didn't receive it. And it was hard for me to like, to see that she was supporting yeah. me because I need you to physically be there. I need you to listen to this thing. I need you to, but she was like, I, you know, she supported me by helping me buy the stuff and helping me organize yeah. the stuff. But like, you're not going to listen to the podcast. That's not support right. to me. So it's like figuring out like, how do people show support and how do you receive support uh, when you're looking for that? For that yeah. Piece? And you may not know how you need that support, but that person filled it in and, and you don't even feel the dip because they filled the pothole in. But like, if they hadn't have done yeah. that. Like my wife, my wife does 
small things that she thinks are small, but they're really big to clear my way for me to come and do this with a full focused mind versus like, man, I got 50 yeah. things to do today. Oh my God, how am I going to get all this done? And that's going to take my mind share up for these episodes. They're gonna, it's going to take my mind share up even just a little bit for my coaching sessions, which I owe the very best on this coaching sessions. I owe the world my best. I can't be tired and thinking about 50 million things just can't. So I agree. I agree with that. And then kind of what you were saying is like the teach a man to fish versus give a man a fish. You know what I mean? Like the, the planting seeds yeah. and giving crop in the, from the harvest versus just being like, all right, man, look here, here, but don't come back to me if you're hungry later, you know, you're going chill. Yeah. I, I got you, but like, I got to plant these things first. So it's going to give you some time to actually find out about me before I start supporting you with something like, let's make it reciprocal here. And yeah. now you actually find out if somebody's authentic or not, or they're just in it for the right or for the wrong reasons. Yep. Yeah. Making people wait. I mean, that, that, that patience of waiting, totally. too, like waiting for that harvest. I, when people ask me for money, people that I know that want, that need it. And I'm like, okay, well I got to write you a totally. check. You know, it's, it's going to take seven <laughs> days to get there. And they'll be like, Oh, I don't need it then. Like you need it right now. Like I'm not a right now solution. I'm a, I can oh. get you in seven days. If you can wait seven days, which they normally can't. Uh, but yeah, I love this. And the coaching thing, I do the coaching thing. What kind of coaching Personal do you development. Do? I build people's businesses for them. I break down businesses. I do CEO for hire stuff. So all, any industry, literally, like we do real estate, we do, you name it, you name it. Got it. Yeah, I do. I just started my coaching practice and it's, uh, spoke, it's specifically within uh, the yeah. nonprofit yeah. sector though. It's the only for, thing for that I've ever felt fulfilled by and not to be like cheesy, but mm -hmm. I sold real estate because I love the clients and I love the money. This, you know, when you think about it, if I said, if, if the $10 million hit my bank account right now, popped up on the screen, I wouldn't get off this podcast. And if you said, bro, can we do another one in, in a month? Yeah. Uh, the answer is yes. No matter how much money's in my account. I might just be doing it from a little different house, you know, I might do it from a, I might have a little <laughs> different camera or a microphone or something, but that's the only thing that would change. And, and, and with that 10 million, I'd still be on these coaching calls. I'd still be helping people that are like, dude, can you, can you, like, I don't have any money right now. Can you, can you help me? Like, can you give me 20 minutes? I'm happy to like that, that it's, it's what drives me. It fulfills me. I found my passion within it. I never knew that passion came from the inside. I always thought that something would drive you to get into it, but I was wrong. That was, that was something different. I found yeah. my passion within coaching when I started coaching, you know, eight, nine years ago. And then as it grew and I saw people, um, were really gaining something from me and from my dedication and my commitment, like I tripled down all, all chips in on me. Like I bet everything on that, on that line, man. And, and it, you know, it, it's turned out really well because it's very authentic. I, I like what I do for, for the world. It's awesome. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. That's our next. So you want to go to Kanye? Or you want to go to Nipsey hustle? Kanye's easy, man. You want, you want to skip Kanye? Cause it's too easy. Too easy for you. I mean, the Kanye lyric is what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Yeah. Like that's easy. And that's, that's easy. Like oh, you, want, you want the hard lyric. But, okay. We'll go to the hard one. But, but that's, but that's the, but that's real. Like you have to understand that's the same thing we were talking about failure. 
Like, if it's not going to kill you, get into it, fail through it, learn your lessons, and move on from it because you cannot. You cannot move to the next level. You cannot move to the next elevation if you don't know the climb from the first 20 feet. You can't climb 40 to 60 if you didn't climb the first 20. If you don't know how to put pitons into a wall, if you don't know how to lead climb, run your chalk, if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to climb in altitude or properly hydrate, from just climbing 20s all the time, then you're, you're never going to know. You also don't know, you don't want to fall 30 feet between your little your little hooks in the rock at 100 feet you'd rather fall 10 feet at 20 feet yeah because your brain's gonna register a lot differently you know? <laughs> yeah and the outcome <laughs> a lot less yeah. impact yeah. <laughs> right you may pee yourself a little bit <laughs> figuratively and uh literally yes. literally <laughs> yeah yeah so no, dude. Let's do Nipsey Hustle because that's um that's a that's a complicated lyric and it's it's really in depth. I love that you want the complicated stuff, right? Because we break not, down dude? like the because in our show, like we don't do choruses. We do we break down like Nas's fourth track. You know, yes. halfway through the verse, like this is this is good. Here it goes. This is Nipsey Hustle dedication. Let's play it. Lockers behind gates, but can't tame us. Used to be stay safe, now stay dangerous. Cause ain't no point playing defense. Nigga, that's why I dove off the deep end, nigga, without a life jacket. Couple mil, tour the world, all my life cracking. There it is. Nipsey Hustle, folks. Yeah, that's, um. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like the lyrics do say it. But then there's also more depth, like gin and juice. But gin and juice doesn't. Gin and Juice isn't like lyrics like this. Yeah, Gin he's actually like, saying it. Gin and Juice is like, I, we have to kind of pull it a party. different way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is like, first off, if you haven't heard Dedication, go back and listen to it. His verse and Kendrick Lamar verse was just ridiculous. Yes. Um, yeah, we should probably break that down too. But It was not, so no good. No time left on this one. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick one of, Lamar is a, another one of those guys. It just It's so deep. Yeah, you might have to cut out the couple of the n words in this, but but I'm a, I'm a, I'm not gonna you know. But what it is is that he says the line that I took from this is that he says because ain't no point in playing defense. Uh, that's why I dove off the deep end, right? It was, it was some n words in there. I skipped that, but <laughs> but like like if you're playing defense all the time, you can't like where are you gonna go playing defense? You got to play offense. You got to look at what you what you want and how are you gonna get there? Not just trying to how do you keep what you have. Keeping what you have and not taking risks is uh, one of the sure ways of staying where you are. You got to take a risk if you want to go to the next level. And he said diving off the deep end. Like he's he's diving off a deep end without a life jacket. There's the next line. Yep. Like without a life jacket, I'm going to dive off the deep end because I know if I do it this way, the reward of, of winning, of success is far much greater. And I know that any loss is still just a stepping stone to get there. It's not a yeah. stopping point. So uh, you got to dive off the deep end without a life jacket. You got to just do it. Whatever you want to do in life right now, whatever it is, you know, you want to start a, a, a program or you want to do a course or you want to start a podcast, no matter what it is, like there's no way to get there by not taking risks. You have to pay for the yeah. platform. It might, you know, might be yeah. playing for the platform. It might be, it might be telling people about it on your Instagram, but being mindful that people might look at you a certain way. You know how difficult. So look, look at this. Look, check this out, Ian. I worked at the White House, two different White Houses, directly for right. two different presidents. Traveled with Bush and Obama. I mean, in the first lady, Michelle Obama. And then I now work at the mayor's office at like a high level cabinet level position. I host a lyrical rap lyrical podcast. 
and where I have right. like Ja Rule and Royston Five Nine as a guest, and it's just like it it looks a little silly, <laughs> it's a little silly like this guy. <laughs> but when they listen to the podcast, they listen to the oh, yeah. he's actually giving motivation and just using Lil Wayne and Drake lyrics to do it and Nicki Minaj totally. lyrics. Like it's just, but it's like you have to be comfortable with that level of risk, whether it be a social level of risk or a financial level of risk. You have to be comfortable with that level of risk if it's going to take you to where you want to be in life. 100% man. I, I love that. And I, I want to do another episode with you just talking about your White House life because I, I'd like to know how, what you grew through, who you were, who you became, how you navigated that world. I'm very interested in that, but I think this is this is cooler for right now. Um, here's Way more fun. I, this is more fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the thing that I, I think about when I see these lyrics is – there's a big bridge, there's a gap, like a Grand Canyon gap in between used to be, used to be stay safe, now I stay dangerous. There's a big bridge there that needs to happen. It's a gap, it's a cavern. That's so easy in the way he said it, but it is such a big leap for people. The number one thing you gotta have to bridge that gap is faith and trust in yourself. That's it. Not worry about what people think, not worry about what other people are going to say, not worried about how you're going to look, but if you have trust and faith that this is where you're supposed to go, that's where you leap without a life jacket. And just trust that you can swim, trust that the current's not going to kill you, that the waves aren't going to smash you, they're going to toss you around, but you won't die. Like my dad always used to say to me, if you want to get big, if you want to go big places, you got to let go of the bar at small places and fall. Know mm. that the fall won't kill you, that's but it will propel you way past that platform you were staying on where you were kind of safe to the next platform. You'll grab the bar. You'll stay there for a second. You'll learn the things you need to learn. You'll deal with the altitude. Then guess what? The fall is going to be tougher because it's higher. As long as you let go, fall backwards, and all you're falling backwards in on is faith and trust in yourself. And you can say in God and, and, and whatever else you believe in. But it's really about you because if God's within you, then you're falling back on you and you're only trusting you. You're falling and you know you're going to be safe. You got faith and trust in yourself. That's why I was saying earlier, like my dad has always taught me, you think you can do something, all chips go in. Don't save two chips just in case you fail or lose. All chips go in on you. No plan B. Burn those boats, whatever you want to call it. Like there's no plan B. You will see, you'll sleep on couches. You'll eat peanut butter and jelly on rice cakes. You'll do whatever it takes to get to where you want to go. No plan B. All chips in. So all like, chips I, in. All chips in. All chips in. I never. I see the gap here, and then he basically explains the gap because there's no point in playing defense. That's why I dove off the deep end without a life jacket. Now here's what I got from it: couple mil, tour the world. My life's cracking. Like that's that. There's five bars right there that explain a lot of stuff like in serious depth too. But I, I think that that, um, I think that that, that piece, like no point in playing defense, that's him saying like, I had to talk myself out of that. Then I jumped and I said, I don't care if I don't have a life jacket. I trust that I can swim. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people like they have, they have fear in like, the water, right? Like, like, let's say if I jump into this water yeah. and I can't swim, I, there's a, there's a fear there because swimming is hard or this thing is going to be hard. Not realizing that where you are is hard. Like people say like, Oh, marriage is hard. Yep. Like, well, divorce is hard. 
Like, so like, pick your heart. Right. Yeah, being hard. single is hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, like it, it's hard, and being single is expensive. Uh, but like, an, an, another thing <laughs> is people say like, oh, uh, you know, if I start my business, that's really hard. You know what's hard? What's hard is going to a job for thirty years that you hate, and waiting until you're yes. sixty-five to retire to do nothing. Like, to to live a life where you are living below what your capacity is, what you're able to do. That is one of the hardest things you could ever do. You doing a business. Yeah. And like, that's, that's nowhere. That's nothing compared to regret. Regret is hard. It's hard. So it's like, you're going to live a hard life regardless of what decision you make. Are you going to like that hard? Or are you going to not like that hard? That's up to you. Yeah, dude. So well said it pick your heart just pick your heart like staying in poverty is hard you know hard inexpensive and expensive but what is the actual cost it's not actually monetary it's mind share it's not a monetary cost when you're in poverty it's mind share and opportunity and abundance and availability and options that's what's being taken from you slash you're not able to see or get when you have that poverty mentality is starting at that bottom then if you go up from there like it will get harder that's another jay-z lyric right bar yeah 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 it's another Jay-Z it's lyric. supposed to get it's supposed to get harder if it was if it was easy everybody would do it if it was easy you wouldn't even want it right. you wouldn't want something that was that easy like it's just like it's so much of, my, of a mindset and it's like and we talked you talked about poverty being hard poverty is expensive there was I used to work for you know at the Department of Housing and Urban Development as well. With, with I travel with Julian Castro and Sean Donovan running for mayor now. I think it's I think it's today actually. Yeah. Uh, there's election. But one of the things that like I learned in that process is that poverty. For instance, like like if you don't have a bank account and you get you get paid, you got to go and cash a check right. at the check cashing place. They take a large percentage of that, yeah. like that you don't get to have. You don't have grocery stores in your neighborhood. You got to go to the to the to the corner stores. Right. And it's like, and you're paying more to live uh, what you would define an easier life because you think taking that jump into the water is hard. Like, no, you're like, you are already living hard. (laughs) Choose your heart. Choose your heart. Choose a heart that's going to take, that's going to be something that you enjoy. So, I mean, what what Nipsey Hussle did here and and on a a lot of records he has, Nipsey Hussle is like, He's he's giving the game out on his lyrics. Yep. Like he's literally talking about like he you can you can listen to his lyrics and just like understand business strategies. Like it's like <laughs> this guy is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Uh we've broken him down a lot of times. Um but it's so important to 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 take that take that leap into faith. And a lot of people talk about like, oh, something's too expensive, like a course is too expensive or a coach is too expensive. I learned that it's not expensive. It is you don't believe in yourself enough with the information to do something with it. Yeah. Like, do you believe that if you have this information that you're going to, you know, use that knowledge to, do, to take it to the next level and do something else with it. So it's like, get your mind right. Right. Get your mind right. Have your money, your mind on your money and your money <laughs> on your mind <laughs> you know, it, and, it, it, and do what you need to do. It's so funny. People ask me all the time for advice. I Uber driver. Like I wear this shirt every day, by the way, if you want a mental purpose yeah. t-shirt, just Instagram me. Like I, like, Direct message me, yeah. like I'll get you one. Um, not you, I'm talking like yeah. the audience, but I'm going to send you one anyway. Um, I'm going to yeah. send you one regardless. But it, somebody said, like, what? Bi- I want to start my own business. What business books should I read? And I said, there are no business books that you can read 
to get you ready mm. to start a business. You must become the person that can step into building a business. So you must read personal development books first. My opinion, my expertise, by the way, I, I'll argue that I'll argue that to the day I die. You will never learn unless you're reading a story. Unless you're reading a story about this person and how they came up, how they built their business. Like right now, I'm reading uh, the book called Authentic, which is uh, uh, Paul Van Doren, who uh, is the guy who started Vans shoes. You know, Vans are like iconic. But he just yeah. a, he just worked for a shoe company for like 15, 20 years, and he, you know, he tells you his story of his coming up. But if you don't know how they got them to be that person that could then get to that level in business, then you're missing a crucial pieces of the puzzle that actually complete the puzzle. So I always tell people, start with you because you go everywhere with you. The business could succeed or fail, doesn't matter. It can make you 100 or 100 million, doesn't matter. If you're not the person that can actually run it, sustain it, hire employees, run employees, make the money, manage the money, it will fail every time. It's not sustainable. It's not that every it'll time. fail. It's just that it's not sustainable over time. So, yeah, yeah I love that, man. I love that. Um, look, we're an hour in. Let's wrap, man. Let's not literally, but like, cool. let's wrap this up. I got some, I got some <laughs> no, bars. Let's do it. <laughs> no, you teach me how to freestyle. Like, dude, that, that intimidates the shit out of me. I can't, like, I can, you know, if I'm on a, like a sales call, I can flow. But not with – will you teach me. I'm open to learning. Let's put it that way. I'm open to learning. Okay. <laughs> I think it's fascinating, man. I watch, I watch YouTube videos all the time. I think it's fascinating to be able to not only like think of those words but to rhyme them and have a cadence and a story you're telling at the same time. That's just fascinating to me that people have that talent. And if it can be acquired, I don't know where I'd use it, but I'd, I'd want to acquire it. <laughs> It's like it's like improv. You can it's do it. True. That's right. true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, so, Jason, this has been awesome, man. I, I really appreciate this. Just just a, a different a twist on how we talk about personal development and seeing it in lyrics is. I, I think your concept's so cool, man. And I'm I'm, I'm really grateful that you, Thank you came on here and were um, and were able to provide a really interesting way for people to think about personal development and through lyrics. And yeah, I think people are going to get a lot out of this, man. This is, this has been great. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed my time here. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And audience, you uh, want to find Jason. It's at lyrics and lattes on Instagram. And the podcast is lyrics and lattes. Easy, easy to remember Super lyrics easy. and lattes and the episodes of, you know, we have, we do two episodes a week. We do one on Monday and then one on Thursday. Yep. And then our, uh, we have a mini episode on Thursday. It's only one minute long. So if you want to get a taste of lyrics and lattes, we break down one lyric in one minute. Why'd you start this real quick before we end? Why did you start lyrics and lattes? Like, or what, what, what was the concept or what was the idea? Like Genesis? Yeah. That, I mean, the real, real quick. It was just like, I wanted to do something around motivation mindset, you know, similar to what you have here, sure. but it was just like, I remember a friend of mine was like, you know, like, 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 who are you? Like, wh like what, what, what are elements of you that you could add to it? And I was like, I really like rap. Like, I really enjoy like hip hop music and the lyricism, not even rap. Cause I listen to country as well because it's lyricism there. So, um, and I just pulled up a couple of lyrics and was like, you know, I think I can break this down and make it motivational. So it first started yeah. off with like, 
Jay-Z and Nas. It was like really motivational lyrics that I was pulling. But then now it's more like people are challenging me. Like somebody asked me to break down Milkshake by Khalees. And it's like people are like uh, giving me like ridiculous lyrics to break down. So now we're like breaking down serious lyrics, but we're also breaking down lyrics that are a little bit more fun and, and a little more entertaining and making them motivational, making them encouraging and pulling out and extracting the steps from them. And I encourage you, if you haven't already, our episode with Ja Rule, where he's actually, Ja Rule is a, he, he's some Murder Inc. records, right? Yeah. Murder Inc. Like he's very violent music, but we are able to pull building perseverance <laughs> from his lyrics and, and allowed him to describe how, you know, what he said about 50 Cent or whatever was about building perseverance. So it was, it was really good. Love that, man. Well, dude, we're going to definitely have you back on so we can dig in a little bit more. Your story, yeah, more lyrics and latte stuff. I want to, I want to dig into some Jay-Z stuff. I want to dig into some little Wayne stuff. One of my, one yeah. of my favorites. Um, and yeah, dude, that's, that's, uh, God, I was just thinking of a song. That, oh, so you, you mentioned country. There's a country song that will bring me to tears even to this day, which is Trace Atkins. Um, you're going to miss this. That is a mm -hmm. song right there that, that talks about regret, resentment, and legacy with your children. And that song drove me to become the guy I am today. Like literally I heard it, it came up it, and it's literally it shifted my mindset in 2014. It's an older song, but in 2014, I heard that. And again, I, again, in 2016, I heard it and I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make some changes here because you're going to miss this when it's gone. You're going to miss these toys all over the floor and you're going to miss, you know, applesauce on the chair. Like you're going to miss that. So don't get pissed about mm. it. Just embrace that. So dude, embrace. I want to let you go. I, I've kept you long enough, but we'll, we'll, we'll book another one audience. If you want to find Jason, remember lyrics and lattes or at lyrics and lattes on Instagram and obviously need anything from us, ianloboss.com or mentalpurposepodcast.com. Catch you on the next one.